With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Matthew Leach, talking Washington Nationals with MLB.com's Nationals beat reporter, Bill Ladson. Bill, it has been uh, a, a week with few parallels uh, for the Nationals. Uh, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, and I'm not even entirely sure where to start. Um, but I think I want to start with, with something fairly granular, uh, which is what has happened to Drew Storen? Um, it's really weird, and, and it seems largely command and location. The stuff is good. Uh, what happened? Well, it's very simple, Matthew. Although he has denied it, his agent, Brody Van Wagenen, has denied it. I think it's mental with him. I think he was very upset that they acquired Jonathan Papelbon. I mean, as you know, he was, uh, you know, he he was all for it, you know, to us. But I don't believe that for one second. I think he was very upset. And I don't blame Drew Storen because it's the third time he lost his closures job. And and this time it was for no reason. They needed an eighth inning guy. They needed a Tyler Clipper type guy. And they felt that Pabellbaum was better. I, I disagree. And um, I don't blame Drew Storm for being upset. And uh, I, I just think it's all mental. He's saying, how can you do this to me? There's no, you know, as of right now, with the exception of Ryan Zimmerman, there's really, there really isn't any loyalty when it comes to players that they drafted, with the exception of Zimmerman. He's the only one who's received an extension so far. Um, all the rest of them, like the Desmonds, I don't expect them to resign. So that's that's the reason I'm expecting um, I'm expecting Drew Storm to be traded when it's all said and done. Uh, I don't think he'll be a national in 2016. Okay, and and I hear you, but at the same time, guys have frustrations all the time. And I guess my question is, why is it so difficult, or why is a guy unwilling, or however you put it? to say, okay, well, that's frustrating, but I'm still pitching for a pennant. I'm still pitching um, maybe to showcase myself to other clubs. I'm part of a team. I've been part of this. I'm going to go out there and get guys out. Matthew, I think it's the way he's being being used. Now, if you remember, when he was the closer, he was only used during save situations. Now, he's you know, ever since Pavelbon came, He's come in um, regardless if it's a, a, a lead or or they're behind. I just I think it's the way he's used. I really believe this, and I believe Steve McCaddy. I believe that he's tired right now, and and that's the reason. Uh, there's nothing wrong velocity wise, but I really believe he's tired. So um, that's why I think uh, he's having the problems he's having. Let's move over to a guy intricately connected to True Storen right now, and that's Matt Williams. 
Um, and, and we talked a week ago, and things change a lot in a week. Um, but ha, ha, how, what's the level of faith in Williams in the clubhouse right now? And look, I understand that there are a lot of moves that he made that were perfectly reasonable this week, and I think that should be noted. A lot of what he did was, in fact, what fans have been calling for. But as this sort of goes the wrong direction, what's the level of confidence and faith in him, not from the front office, but in the clubhouse? I think uh, I think it's mixed. I really do. I think it's mixed, and um, it's and I think it's because of some of the moves he's made. I think you know there are times when I think when he makes a, a lineup, when he makes the lineup, it is really his lineup. So I mean, you know, for a while it didn't make any sense. For example, that Jason Worth was hitting in the middle of the order while Span was out. From day one, the moment uh, you know uh, Worth came back, he should have been the leadoff hitter. I and mean, you know that I've been telling you that forever. So I mean, I sometimes question, um, you know, is he really making this lineup? Because it was a no-brainer. There's no one else, for example, who can do what Jason Worth can do. And we've seen since he's been the leadoff hitter, he can do the job. So that's um, you know, you know, I think. You know, I think that's been part of the problem, too. And then the other half of that is, in fact, what is the level of confidence in him in the front office? I mean, as you noted a week ago, that relationship, that personal relationship is very strong. But, you know, if this team finishes 82-80 and 80 and, and eight or nine games out of first place, um, that's going to be a massive disappointment. And it's very rare that those sorts of seasons uh, involve everybody coming back the following year. Matthew, in this case, I'm not going to blame uh, Matt Williams. I, I think it's dead wrong to say it's Matt Williams' fault. Now, um, before I even answer why I'm saying this, him and Mike Rizzo are really close. And I do not think, despite what's been written, John Heyman, one, I just don't think, uh, I, I really believe that he'll be back because of his relationship with Mike Rizzo. Um, the reason I don't blame... Uh, Matt Williams at all for what's happened this year is because of some of the roster moves they made before the season started. I mean, Tyler Clippert was Mike Rizzo's biggest mistake. I mean, they miss him in such a way you, you cannot believe. And uh, and the people they tried to replace him and uh, Stammen, they've all failed. There's no other way to say it. Um, what also hurt were injuries. That's not my Matt Williams' fault. So, um, you know, do I agree with everything Matt Williams has done? Absolutely not. But I'm um, as far as the roster, you got to start with Mike Rizzo, and then the injuries. You got to blame it on, uh, you know, uh, you know, bad luck. That's all. Well, I guess that sort of that that sort of leads into the the, the topic, or, or kind of continues the topic here. I mean, again. You know, the expectations were not only that this club would make the postseason, but I think people saw this as a 100-win team. You know, I was a little more conservative on them than a lot of people were. But in being conservative, I still picked them to win the division and to win 93-94 games. I mean, that's the sort of attention they got, the sort of belief there was in this club. So let's go up one level higher. Um, and I'm not even asking about people losing jobs. I'm just asking – when ownership looks at this season, and, and let's also note that there are still 23 games to play, and the Mets have, in fact, lost leads of this size late in the year before. So yes. this season's not over. Uh, it's, it, it is worth remembering that, that we've seen some really weird things happen in baseball over the last five, ten years. 
With that said, when ownership looks at this club and they look at the front office and they look at the manager and they look at the coaching staff and they look at the roster, what do they think about this season and, and what do you think the, the, the thoughts will be from ownership from whatever way to make sure that next season is more successful? There's no question about it that ownership thinks this year is a failure. There's no doubt about it. But uh, as I say, Matt Williams will be back. I also strongly believe that some coaches are going to be gone. There's no question about it. I think that's going to happen. Who's going to be gone? I, I don't know. I'm, uh, I don't want to say it publicly. I have an idea who will be gone. But, uh, and, uh, but I think uh, that will change. The coaching staff will change big time. I think um, in terms of the players, there's going to be a lot of changes, man. I mean, you know, the the four free agents they have, they're all gone. I'm including Denard Span in that. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if they went younger. I wouldn't be surprised that they changed the way they play defense because, you know, I'll give you an example. Wilson Ramos, he has not played good defense. Forget about the hitting, which has not been good, but defensively he's been – below average. And uh, I would not surprise me if they went out and tried to sign a Matt Wieters. You heard that first from me. It would not surprise me because, first of all, he's a Boris client, number one, and, they're, and the Nationals are close to Boris. And I could see uh, Wieters taking over behind the plate, possibly. And, uh, you know, they got to change. The, you know, they got to hope that Trey Turner is a shortstop. They do believe that, and uh, it's going to be interesting how they handle Ryan Zimmerman. He's going to, he's hurt again, and he most likely will miss the season. So uh, it's going to be interesting how they go about things. And I just I kind of want to close with with an admittedly vague question, but and, and so something that I think we've talked about, something that I really believe in, is that you don't get to the big leagues if you can't separate, if you can't play today's game and forget yesterday's, whether yesterday was good or bad. I really believe that there's maybe no more fundamental skill to being a big leaguer. With that said, there are extreme cases. There are times when yesterday was so good or so bad or so draining that it's awfully hard to shake it off. How exactly does this team shake this off go ahead and, and concentrate on the fact that, again, they still have three more games against the Mets. They, they, they really only need to gain four games in three weeks. Now, that's a lot. But in, in practical terms, this may not be as extreme. A, a, it, this is not over. So I guess my question is, how does the manager, how does the coaching staff get this roster thinking, again, this isn't over and there's still a race? I think uh... – Matt Williams has to pull what I call a Billy Martin. Whoever's not producing is not going to play. You know, like Billy Martin used to be criticized. Let's say he had a 25-man roster, but he only used like 18 of them because they were, I'll never forget, they were bullpen guys he just didn't have faith in and refused to use them only for mop-up. That was it. And I think Matt Williams has to take that tax. I think he has to because – he, has no, he doesn't have a bullpen right now. He doesn't. So, you know, somehow the only one that's doing decent, and that's an understatement, is Papelbon. So he's going to have to do something about that bullpen. He's going to have to tell his starters, hey, listen, don't look uh, in the bullpen. You're going to stay in there 
somehow you're going to have to have a great start and uh, somehow get the job done. Instead of pitching six innings or seven innings, you might have to go eight, eight and a third, whatever. So um, I think that's what he has to do because you've seen it. He doesn't have a bullpen right now. So um, offensively, an injury is nothing he can do there. But um, that's, that's one thing I would do anyway. All right. Well, Bill Ladson, thanks for taking some time to talk here on MLB.com Extras, and thanks, everybody, for listening. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.